This episode is brought to you by marketing consulting firm, the Bonafide Lyrics and Marketing, LLC, where creativity meets business. You can check us out at www.theblm.com for more information on how we help local artists and creatives maximize their business presence. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the All Love, No Fear Podcast. Hey, It's hey. the All Love, No Fear Podcast. Hey. Check hey. us out. Hey. It's the All Love, Oh, No Fear Podcast. podcast uh-huh, podcast. uh-huh. All Love, Oh, No Fear Podcast. Hey. Hey. We are here. We are. What up? What up? What up? What up? We are. We are. We're in the building. Yes, we are in the building. It's going down. My headphones are doing terrible things, but we are here. Okay, that's what's happening. (laughs) What's going on? We are here. We are here. We are live. Live Um, and direct. uh, I guess I want to send messages out to the people. But yeah, we are are here. It's season two, episode eight of the All Love No Fear podcast. C, C, C. You have your host. Miss, you have your host, Miss KB, who's here. Yes, that's me. What is your What is happening with those headphones? The sound is crazy. Hi, yeah. I'm here. I'm here. Ready to pod. Yep. And you have your co-host, Mr. Mark Metapoetic Bennett. That I is was myself. Introduce you. Oh. And you have your host, Mr. Mark Metapoetic Bennett. Mark Metapoetic Bennett. That's him. He's here. Um, ready to do the potting as well. Word, word, word. Um, yeah, yeah. How y'all doing? What's shaking and baking? What's going on? What's going on? Um, yeah, I think I'm good now. My levels were terrible for a little bit, but now we are good. Okay, All we right. are good. Okay, something um, something is punching my ear aggressively, but I don't know if it's your headphones. It my, is it my voice? No, 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 no. It's just like it's just something weird happening. But whatever, we're gonna punch, figure punch, it out. Punch, punch, Maybe punch. it just sounds that way to me, but it doesn't sound that way to anybody else, which is completely fine. Well, shout out to the people out in Facebook land. Yes, hey Facebook land people. Hello. Um, shout out to the people in Spotify land. Yes, the land hey, Spotters. hey, hey Spotters. Hey Apple Music people. Um, Google hey, Podcast. Google Podcast people. Stitcher, Podbean, iHeartRadio. Uh, yes, Blueberry. Um, Himalaya. Himalaya. You remembered. Yes. I'm so proud. Yes, yes. Because always remember, this is an international podcast. We okay? are international. International. Oh, word, 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 word. Oh, Kurt. Um, but yeah, shout out hey, to Denise. everybody. Hello, hello. But yes. shout out to everybody. Um, so for the people who are who like looking at our video, yes. Usually, um, when it comes in, it has not come up yet, <laughs> as you see from last month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have having some strong technical issues. Yeah, the struggle. that were going on. Struggles, so many um, struggles. I'm going to try it again this time. Mm-hmm. I'm coming up and see what's going on. Yeah. Um. If it doesn't come out well, we're going to have to shut it down for a little bit because I want to make sure that you have a quality product. I don't want to do anything. Just give you any old yeah. rinky-dinky yeah. trash so product. So I'm going to have to like start investing in some better computers, better cameras, and just try to make it a better quality yes. product. Yeah, we're trying to give you all quality. Okay, not quantity, but quality. That okay. is also why I want to make sure we do this live so at least you have something. Right. So hello, everybody. So hey. you have something that you can... um gem out to yes facts um from our podcast actual facts um before we get into the love it or lose it um i just want to point out that uh 
This is the first um, episode of our My Love is Fearless campaign. Yes, yes, My yes. Love is Fearless. It's hashtag My Love is Fearless. It's yes, a new yes. campaign we're going to start with. Um, yes. What is My Love is My Love is Fearless? So we all have a passion, um, whether it's um, what we do with our career, our creativity, our art, um, what we do every day. We have certain passions that we have, and that passion, I say, is like our love. It's what we love doing. Right. And for us to attack that passion, for us to move forward with that passion, yes, we have to be fearless in moving. So, oh, yeah. Come on, so somebody. Th- so this is a declarative statement that hey, my love Shondo. is fearless. Declarative. So You heard that word? Declarative. 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 So yeah. what we're going to do is for this first um, My Love is Fearless, we have a topic coming up that talks about that. Um, we're going to have a series of a few. We haven't determine the number yet yes we, but, uh, we, have, we yet. have a few um series um and we're going to have some other things that go hand in hand with it but we want everybody to use new that. things new things new things we want everybody to start using that my love is fearless and start posting things about how you are fearless in your passion yes and how you're we're going to move forward together yep and um move forward with that so once again hashtag my love is fearless yes that will what be are you fearless about streets. what are you passionate about mm-hmm. and we can go from there all right um, so how how's your how's your weekend going? My weekend is going good. I'm really happy that it's a four day weekend because um, I need some sleep. I took a nap today before I came here, so I'm really really excited okay. about that. I'm very awake because um, I try not to drink coffee on the weekend. So um, you know, napping is important if I'm not going to drink coffee on the weekend. So I drank. Some, I didn't drink any coffee since what Friday. Okay. I should have drank some on Friday because that was. Huh. That was a doozy. So Friday, um, we went to um, MLK, the MLK Scholarship Fundraiser for Mark's Agency at Crest Hollow. Really, really nice. Super cute. Loved it. Um, pardon me. Um, it was a really, really nice time. I just wish I would have, like, take either taken a longer nap or got some coffee before I went. Because it's a long night. Because we got there at, like, 6. six yeah. And didn't leave till About 11.30. About 11.30. Yep. That's, a, that's a long night for me. It's I can't long. hang... I can't hang like I once could. <laughs> it's it's so, quite long. It is. It is. And I mean, everything was great. Like, the food was great. Like, it was a good party and whatever, whatever. But I'm like, ugh. I'm not set up for this anymore. Word, word. I um, But yeah, so I'm glad um, everybody's doing well. How about um, you? I'm, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Um, got a lot of rest mm-hmm. yesterday, mm-hmm. honestly. So I'm, I'm glad we got rest. Um, it's gonna be a rest field. Um, a few things I gotta work on mm-hmm. and um, focus on for this um, upcoming uh, weekend. Okay. A few things I gotta do in terms of business wise. There's a lot of things that gotta move and shake. Um, hopefully, you'll get a lot of updates that are coming up before the month is over. Yes. And Closing we'll out f- the month strong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before we get into Black History Month, because you wanna start Black History Month mm-hmm. strong. Word. Word. Strong and with purpose. Yes. All right. Yes. So. Right into our love it or lose it. Okay. Love Mark, it or, or lose it. it. Hey, love, love it or, or lose it. it. Hey, hey, hey. Love it or lose, lose it. it. You don't hear that? Love it or I lose it. I hey, do hey, hey, hey. Love it, it or lose it. I don't know love what that is. Or lose it. <laughs> I don't know what that or is. Or lose it. Love it okay. or lose it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I just want to make sure that I wasn't crazy. No, you're not, you're not crazy. Okay. All right. Um, I haven't figured out what it is. Well, we got to figure it out as we go, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so love it or lose it is our... um locations i guess neighborhoods neighborhoods okay what neighborhood do you want to explain to the people what love it or lose oh it? yes love it or lose it we usually have four choices mm-hmm. and out of those four choices you have to choose one that you will love hold on to 
Forever. Never let go. For, before I let go. And one you will lose, throw away with everything. You have to choose one to lose out of those four. You have to choose one to love. Just throw it in the trash. All right. And these are the kind of neighborhoods that you would live in. Okay. Interesting. Okay. All right. Because I think like all of them have good benefits, a mm-hmm. lot of pros and a lot of cons for each kind. Okay. All right. I'm very curious. I, did, I We never know what the other person is going to choose. So it's yeah. always a surprise when we do um, the love it or lose it. Okay. So I'm ready. I the, guess. Um, the four kinds of neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. First is you have your suburban neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, this includes like complexes like where Tahira lives. Okay. Um, like that, which like houses, um, they have yards, they're close to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but like they, they have lawns and everything. Some mm-hmm. have fences, like mm-hmm. su- suburbs. Okay. That kind of area. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, city. Mm-hmm. Living in a city. Um, when I say city, I, I less less Manhattan, more Brooklyn. Okay. In terms of like how like the houses are very, everything's very close together. Mm-hmm. And everything, yeah, some some have three levels and everything, but the places mm-hmm. are nice, but it's right. levels. So when you say this part of Brooklyn, you're talking like, um, what do you call that area? Like Park Slope, yeah, uh, Fort Green, that yeah, kind of like Brooklyn with the, the brownstones. The brownstones, exactly. Okay, gotcha. All right. Or next we have, I'm going to call it country, but what I, re- what I really mean is just houses spread apart from each other. Mm-hmm. There can be big houses, but the houses are spread apart from each other. It's okay. very, it's it's not close to each other. The houses spread apart from each other. Okay. Um, this happens a lot more maybe in, um in far out east or okay. far down south. Okay. Like because some houses you have like small houses, but they have a lot of lot of land. Okay. So okay. it's more a lot more land than house. <laughs> okay, more land than house. Okay. <laughs> a lot more land than house. Okay. Um, the fourth option is more mountainous. Mountainous. Um, like like you know upstate where like um. Or like there's a, there's a lot of nice places. It has a lot, a lot of good views and have mm-hmm. the peaks and everything like that. Uh-huh. But it's like houses are like on different levels and everything. Sometimes people you have to walk up to their house from mm-hmm. like mountains and everything. Like mm-hmm. that's more of the way it is like that. Um. So like when I was thinking about it, cause I was like, there's a lot of pros and cons for each one. Uh huh. And everything. I like. It's pros for um like like mountainous tends to have a lot of good views. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of good views and a lot of good places to go to for viewing and uh-huh. everything like that. Uh-huh. And everything, um, it's a lot more. Um, it, it's just more visual, okay. Visually appealing, usually. Okay, gotcha. Um, the one with a lot more land, just a lot more land to like do things. If, mm. if you're into the farming, but also right. just you just don't want to be next to anybody. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, usually I'm the thinking. suburbs is usually like more like um, typical when the people think of Long Island, they think of that. Uh-huh. Gotcha. <laughs> um, just suburbs, mm. um, close in, like you have uh-huh. complexes and stuff mm. like that. Yeah. And then the city, it's more of, you have a very nice thing inside. In the outside is, you know, very generic or very Correct. close together. Okay. Correct. Hum, choices. Um, lose it. Lose it. I think my lose it is like the country. Okay. Um, I don't particularly enjoy, like, I don't know if I've just watched too many, um, movies where you know people houses is like far far from stuff like get out for example like where those people lived was like behind god's back like you drove off the main you drove down some tiny tiny road with two lanes then you turned off that road and wove down some winding lane to some house way in the cut way in the back it was beautiful had a lot of land but it was definitely giving me like a very country kind of vibe no neighbors for miles anything can go down 
I just don't like places like that. I think they're nice to look at, but I don't like the the separation that much. Um, it always makes me feel like if there was an emergency of some kind or something was going on, like, how could I get out? Or how could someone get to me? Um, it's just so far. Like, I like the idea. I don't like the idea of necessarily having a neighbor, like, right here. Okay. But, like, <laughs> I also like knowing that I'm not alone out there, wherever. Word. I don't enjoy... That makes me a little nervous. So I don't uh, I don't particularly like it. Don't get me wrong. There are some beautiful properties, though, that I've seen, like, pictures of or I've seen in, like, shows and movies where it's like, oh, my gosh. Like, they're just going down this winding road and it looks so beautiful and it's, like, so secluded and so... But I don't know. A part of me is always, like... I couldn't live nowhere like that. Not in real life. Word. Um, not in real life? No, I could maybe do like a <laughs> like an overnight thing, maybe like two You mean nights. like just, just like a... I could do like a Ville Visitate, but not like to live there like as my full-time residence. Like I just, I'm too, I'm too scary. I, I don't like being, and you know like houses make noises and stuff like that. And I'm like, either there's a ghost here or I'm making it up. I don't know what's going on. I'm too far away. What I, I just... I don't know. It just seems very, very isolated, and I'm I'm a little worried about that. So, those 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 country things are not for me. Yeah, um, I'll be honest. My my loser is the same also, mm-hmm. but like it's for a couple reasons. Okay. I think that I I I'm not very big on just having like open space in nature, and like and, and I don't I do know, enjoy open space in nature. Just not like I need people. I need I need more people. Well, yeah, and yeah. That, that that's my that's my point again. Because like yeah. a lot of times when people think of like poets mm-hmm. and like artists they think they get inspired black people think get inspiration from nature some people <laughs> do no they, they, no people, people do, do. Uh-huh. i do not okay i think my biggest my inspiration comes from being around people i like being around others uh-huh. <laughs> and I, I think that's a lot of my inspiration comes from mm-hmm. so like it's not the same thing as um like i, I always see that like people like oh i'm gonna go out to nature and walk around and just like get inspiration from like the flowers and I'm like I I don't get inspiration that way at all. So what you're saying is you're not Nathaniel Hawthorne. That's no. not you. Okay. All right. My inspiration is better better served around people. Okay. And seeing what's going on. Okay. I like being around people. Mm-hmm. I don't like I'm an introvert, so I'm not I don't want to be like in the mix. Right. 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 But right. I don't want to be out in nature either. Right. <laughs> yeah. And see, I I, I, I want to, I want the, I want people to be in. Just since I want to go see them, uh-huh. but if I don't want to, I want to be in my album. I want to be able to, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like I just feel, yeah, I, I feel like the the like for example, like Greenleaf, the show, like where they live is kind of like one of them country type yeah, yeah. type spots. It's like, or where they, not, not where they live, like they're real people, but like where the where the house is. Yeah, it's like a beautiful house, and it has like a lake, and it has all this stuff. But I'm just like, this is just way too isolated. Like, it's a lot of them that live in the house, but still, I'm like, this is way too too isolated from, like, the world to me. Mm -hmm. I I don't like it. And I don't know if I think also because we have a small child, I'm just like, so many opportunities for her to, like, get into stuff and not be able to really keep up because it's just, like, it's just so much open space and just free. And the funny thing is I've I've, I've never been that way. Even, like, growing up. Mm -hmm. When I thought about like I'm gonna get a big house, it was never like out in the out in an open space. Yeah, I'm like, I don't like it. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> it's always really it's always been like still around others. Yeah, it's never been like I got a, a big mansion 
with Mad Flores mm-hmm. isolated in the no, isn't I've never had that dream. Right. <laughs> that has never been what I wanted to do. Gotcha. Yeah. So I'm what is, so what is your love it? My love it. You said the other one was mountainous city sub- suburbs. Suburbs. Um I might have to work backwards on this one. Um we currently live in the suburbs. Correct. It doesn't thrill me. No. Nope. I don't like it at all. And I just realized I didn't like it like a couple months ago. <laughs> like, I've been doing it for a long time now. And so it's just something that I kind of got used to. But I'm like, I don't actually like this. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. Um, there are some advantages to it, um, you know, in terms of I do like the the opportunity for quiet when when I need it. Um, and I do like that fact that you have neighbors, but you don't feel like people are on top of you. But like, I hate it. Um, because I just feel like I, I, I guess I just like a more fast paced kind of lifestyle. And I feel like the suburbs is definitely slower. Um, I guess what was the other options? Mountainous and city. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, because I love a view. I yeah, do, truly. Yeah. I love a view. Yeah. Um, if I could get a view, but like the city at the same time, if we can make them happen together, you have a view of the bridge. <laughs> Not the bridge. <laughs> view of the I bridge. I could maybe get that. like some water. Um, <laughs> I think, though, at this juncture in my life, my love it would be the city, just because I feel like I enjoy like the access that the city has like i'm not necessarily 100 percent thrilled about apartment living necessarily because i think i've i've gotten used to like space i guess okay and not having like a neighbor like on either side of the wall and above me and below me potentially um but at the same time i'm like there's something about about that and the the um the opportunity to actually like build community with people that exists. Cause you keep seeing the same people in the hallway or, you know, in the building or in the elevator or whatever. So you get to know people a little bit more. I feel like with the suburbs and even like kind of like more mountainous kind of views, you, you, it's easy to um, be isolated and um, not to say that you can't isolate yourself in like a brownstone kind of environment like Mark described, but I think that it's kind of harder to do that um, when you're living in such close quarters with people. Um, so I think my love it would be the city, followed by a close one B of mountainous, because I do enjoy a mountain. Um, I do enjoy like views, looking at you know it could be water, it could be you know hills and valleys, grass and whatnot. But I don't know. I think maybe when like I'm a little older. And I want to look for a spot like that's, you know, spacious and whatnot. I may want to do something that's mountainous or has some type of view of um, something nice. Like, you know, where I, re- I don't know if I would ever live in California, but like, I've seen- <laughs> <laughs> but like those houses they have out there that have like the view of the Hollywood Hills and stuff like that. Yeah. Like it's gorgeous. Like I would love that. That would be like amazing. But again, I'm just like, some of those houses are really spaced far apart, far apart. Um, and you kind of got to like go down the hill to get out, but the views are amazing. But yeah, I think for me, um, the city, like I love the idea of like, you know, living in a cool little brownstone and 
you know, going in and out and doing and doing all that. So, yeah, I think the city would be my love it. I think my love it is a city for a different reason. My love it is a city. And I, I mentioned this kind of before to you. I like the facet of. I like the, the this concept of living a luxurious lifestyle, but no one knows it. <laughs> I'm very big. I like having this. The, the feel. You have told me this. Yes, I like this feeling of being in being in a nice place, very nice inside, but you can't tell from the from the outside. Mm. And um, the city, I think, is filled with that. Yeah, it's filled with a lot of places that you would never know is nice inside because right. they look like every other building. Yeah, and I think that's the reason why I like cities. I like cities because of how that is, of how because it's the city and outside might some parts might look grungy or whatever it is mm-hmm. people don't know that the inside is so fly <laughs> yeah like a lot of celebrities live in these like brownstones in brooklyn and when you walk past them they just look like every other brownstone on the street especially if you're down there by like the uh by bam yeah um in that area like you just walking by and you're like oh you're just seeing all these brownstones and it just looks very generic from the outside but then when you get inside and you see like or not when you get inside, not when you going in there. You don't know these people. Yeah, no, but like when you see, like I just, <laughs> I just saw um, somebody sold their brownstone, like some singer. I want to say, what's that lady's name? Sa- Sarah Bareilles or one, one of them, one of them Caucasian girl singers. Um, listen, you, Nora Jones, one of them girls. Um, <laughs> they sold their brownstone, and they showed what it looked like on the inside, and it was so nice in there, like the paint and the furnishings and everything. It was so, so nice in there. But you would never know it from, like, walking by on the street. Like, it just looks like a regular, like, brownstone building with, you know, a door. Like, Word. It's very nondescript. So I, I understand what you mean when you say you want something that's like. like I, I enjoy that concept. Cause I, I mentioned it to you before. Like, even if I was living in the suburbs, mm-hmm. I want, like, it's, like, I don't know if it's going to work out because, of, I'm just worried about safety in terms of it, but there's a way to do it. Mm-hmm. My, I, <laughs> I remember, I remember thinking about this in middle school. In middle school, my ideal place, because I was always worried about people knowing if I had money or not, would be a one-story house <laughs> that it looks like a one-story house outside. Mm-hmm. But when you go inside, it goes three floors down into a big palatial downstairs area. That was like the ideal. Those were your goals <laughs> place and aspirations. So outside, people are like, oh, it was like a one, it's like a one-story house. They ain't got nothing in there. But when you go inside and go downstairs, it's like an elevator and goes down and just like this big, big palatial area downstairs that people have never known that was down there. That was like my ideal in middle school because like I, I was always like, I want to have nice things, but I want nobody else to know I, I have nice things. Okay. <laughs> Which is you why you don't want to stun on them. You don't want to flex. Nope, I have zero desire. So that's. Which is why I know that me and celebrity doesn't work. Out. It doesn't. It doesn't work. Because I'm, I'm always about having things, but no one else knows I have things. That's fine. <laughs> like, I'm always about that. I yeah. Have that's that's always what it was. Um. Yeah, that was good. Um. Like like I think I think mountainous is cool. I'm always I think I'm just always worried about someone falling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But mountainous like, is cool. I'm always worried about someone falling. Um. I think I'm always worried too when it comes to mountainous stuff about like um. Um, rocks falling. Rocks falling. What does that say? Oh, okay. I'm trying to read. I can't read what it says. It's too far away. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was really trying hard, but I can't. I'm always, you know, what I'm always worried about too, like landslides. 
Yeah, yeah. Or like mudslide. Like I've seen it. I'm like, I just don't want my house just sliding off into the abyss or the back of my house just sliding away. I don't like that. Yeah. So I'm I'm kind of like, I don't know. Isn't that rocking? No, definitely not. Not rocking at all. I don't enjoy that. That doesn't throw me as a concept. Um, like it would have to really be. What's that show that we watched before? Um, oh my gosh, on Netflix with the British lady and the guy. And, like, they show you all these, like, amazing houses. Like, it would have to be something that's really, like, well-engineered, like, what they showed us. Because, yeah. She said what? Your shirt is cute. Oh, thank you, boo. Um, (laughs) Sorry, I was was checking to see what the message says. (laughs) Yeah, I I couldn't read. I was like, what does that say? You said your shirt is cute. Okay, thanks, boo. Hey, girl, hey. (laughs) Um, I could not read that for the life of me. I was like, where are your glasses? Not here. Why did I pay all that money for them glasses and never wear them? Yo, I'm so, I'm, sidebar. I spent a bunch of money last year on these really, really jazzy glasses. They have transition lenses. They're just, they're, they're great glasses. Part of the reason I need to wear them is because um, I have, what is, I forget what it is, but I basically have some kind of like sun damage basically from, you know, having my eyes just out there in the sun. And so I'm supposed to be wearing them so I don't squint all the time or whatever. Every time. The sun be out bright and this be me. Squinting. The whole time. I'm like, why did I pay $700 from the glasses to be squinting all the time? It doesn't make any sense. Squinting. Wasting my own time. But anyway, um, yeah, I probably need them so I can read too because my, my sight isn't what it once was. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I like those mountainous houses and I've seen, I don't know what show it is on Netflix. Oh my gosh, I wish I could remember it. Um... Let me see if I can find out. But, yeah, it was this show showing, like, you know, all these, like, unique houses where people have built, like, on the side of mountains. And, yeah. you know, th- they th- made th- it out of, like, real fancy materials and stuff yeah, like that. those are good, though. But, like, I I still I still like stuff like that. But, yeah, I don't know. I just, again, I feel like the thing with mountains even is still the... Um, the Falling and landslides. And yeah. Sli- landslides. And the isolation. Because I'm like you, like, you can't really be having, like, a neighbor that's, like, right here. No. With, with nothing like that. You yeah. need the space. Because the way the land is set up, it's not stable. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's called The World's Most Extraordinary Homes. That's the name yeah, of the show. Yeah, that, that show is good. Yeah, it's a British documentary. On Netflix, by the On way. On Netflix. It's really, really good. It's really fascinating to see the types of stuff that people build. It's so cool. But a lot of times those houses are on, like, the side of a mountain somewhere and you see all the reinforcements that they put in to make sure that the house like stays solid or whatever. But I'm still like, mm, mm, I don't trust it. You're like nothing. I don't trust it. Okay. And not trust, trust. Yes. I don't trust it. Yeah. All right. So, um, that was our love it or lose it segment. Yes, it was. It um, was. It thank was. you, everybody who's been watching us online. Yes. Thank you, you for watch watching. Me. Thank you for joining us. We you appreciate got, you. You have to listen to the rest on, um, on Tuesday? On Tuesday. Yes. This Spotify. Press fresh. Yes. Okay, so we're going to say bye-bye. Bye. So long, bye-bye. So long, bye-bye. Bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye. Goodbye to our viewers today. Viewers, viewers. So long, bye-bye. Bye-bye-bye-bye-bye-bye. Peace. Deuces. Okay. All right. Um. Well, back into this. Um. Yeah. So we're going to go right into... um. Our topic, once mm-hmm. again, um, speaking of, remember, um, oh, that's uh, press, press, um, sh- share. All right. Um, but yeah, like, um, remember that, uh, what was I saying?
I don't know what you were saying. <laughs> oh, hashtag my love is fearless. Um, get into that. Um, it's very important to um, be trying to push this movement. My love is fearless. My passion is fearless. Was going in. Um, and this topic we have today is what is what is the full name of it's it's called the Fearless series. Yes, the Fearless, fearless series. series. Um, fearless in career progression. That's what we're fearless what we're in career progression. You want yes. want to intro intro it? Oh, sorry. Yes. So, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. My nail is like cracking in the corner and it's bothering me. It's been annoying me, and I don't have a nail clipper. Um, so basically, what kind of inspired this topic? Um, so where I work, I supervise about 12 individuals. And we had a meeting last week and I gave them the opportunity to like ask me anything they wanted to ask me. Um, cause it's a newly formed team. Um, there've been some transitions in the last couple of months, years, whatever. And so I just wanted to, you know, give people the opportunity to ask me questions that kind of get to know me a little bit better and to kind of start building that relationship and having them feel more comfortable with me. And one of the people um, that were, that I supervised said to me or asked me, um, how, how did you, because they kind of asked me um, what made me transition from my previous role to what I'm doing now. And I kind of said, you know, it was time for a change, whatever, whatever. I had kind of lost the, the passion or the love for what I was doing. Like, it was cool, but it wasn't what I wanted to do anymore. And so one of the girls asked me, she said, um, what did you do to, like, regain your passion for it? And I was like, I left. I didn't, I left. I just, I just didn't want to do it anymore. And so it kind of made me, and the, her reaction to me saying it was sort of like, it was like slight disappointment. Like I don't, and I didn't mean to, I was just being honest in the moment. But I, I think, I think she wanted me to kind of say something like, you know, I tried this, I tried that. I was like, nah, I just did um, <laughs> which, which is, which is the short answer because I did try like other stuff and I did say that, but ultimately I made the decision to, to be out. And so it, it made me think about, you know, how so many of us millennials, um, kind of approach career progression. Like there are some of us who are very much on the, I don't care, I'm a leave, I'm out. But then I think because of our generation kind of being like sandwiched between, um, uh, who's it before us? Gen X, X, X Gen yeah. X, and our millennial generation, like Gen depending Z. Gen Z, depending on when you were born, like you still kind of have some of that old school mentality of, you know, staying someplace for a long time, and you know trying to stick it out and da 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 da. da. So I kind of wanted to talk about that today and kind of just. See where the conversation goes, because I don't, I don't actually have a plan of you know how the conversation's gonna go. Yeah, like um, it kind of plays into our topic because we um, we are sometimes scared to like move mm -hmm. into like what um we enjoy doing, or if we thought we enjoyed doing something and then we don't anymore, <laughs> mm -hmm. we are scared to leave that because right. we feel like we committed ourselves to doing something. Right, and I, I realized that um. Millennials have this hard time because we are in that sandwich place. Because even if we are in a mode of let's leave and move on, because a lot of us um, know have parents who are baby boomers or right, who have worked the same job for 25, yeah, 30, 35 like years. They're kind of in our ear. Right. Whether um, literally or just through 
previous conversations mm. saying like, hey, why are you leaving so early? Right, <laughs> right. And everything and make you like rethink um, how you leave and just right. moving on yeah. to something different. And like, yeah, like I've never been at a job for more than than five years. Like, yeah, I think what this March is probably going to be five years that I've been at my institution. But this is the second job I've been at in that five years. Like I haven't been in the same role all five years. Correct. Mm -hmm. But and but it comes with progression. And like I was um having the conversation. Cause I was like I was trying to analyze also. Why was I, because I've worked for EOC for eight years, Mm -hmm. but it's not that I was working at EOC and the same position for eight years. Mm -hmm. I've moved around a lot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, you've had about 37 jobs. Yeah, I've I've moved around a lot. So I think because there was constant like progression and different roles and things like that Mm -hmm. is the reason why um, I stayed for so long, which I also understand that a lot of companies don't have the luxury of doing that right with people right because it's like a private institution and the way it was moving or they would move that way but i understand also like i said that's not a common thing mm-hmm. for um people to just um be able to move around because mm-hmm. that, that, that's the reason why people want to stay for three years because after three years it's, it's hard to move up mm-hmm. in a company a lot of times yeah. because like people in your same company a lot of times they're looking at who you are Mm-hmm. And not who you can be, mm-hmm. a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So it's hard that's, that's to a word. Yeah. So like they're looking at who you are and who you can be. So it's hard to progress the way you want to. Right. So for instance, if you are in the same position, mm-hmm. in the same company, and you want to move up, a lot of times you can move one step up. Mm-hmm. But if you go somewhere else, you can move a couple steps up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> because like, because like a lot of times we, we we all have um jobs. A lot of times we do a lot more. Mm-hmm. Than within our job description, mm-hmm. but other in, duties is assigned. That's how they get you. Correct, but like because of that, the company that you work for will only assume like, oh, you're doing a little more, you get a little more paycheck. Right. But you bring those skills to somewhere else, they're like, oh, you're doing all this. Let mm-hmm. me give you. All, let me give you all. Let me give you a lot more money because I see you doing all these things. Right. That we don't have. You do. We don't usually have people do all these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that's the reason why it makes sense. So it's like it's, it's not even like a crazy science to it. It's just how how jobs translate because yeah. not not because administrative assistant one place is different from someone somewhere else right it's just, it's just different yeah one might you, you might just be doing answering phone calls making copies and mm-hmm. filing mm-hmm. another person might be training mm-hmm. <laughs> might be um doing a lot of different other might be teaching classes like mm-hmm. it's, it's just it's just different things mm-hmm. based off of um right. what position you are right so just to um double back to what you're saying is but I think that we should always be pushing forward to what we, what our love is mm-hmm. and what, what our passion is right. and, like, and trying to fight for that fearlessly right. and not being so scared right. um, of leaving that right. place. Because like, yeah. it's, it's easy to get fear because we, um, we're like, all right, am I, am I going to be qualified for this next position? Mm-hmm. <laughs> am I really qualified for this and everything? Mm-hmm. And I understand that feeling because like, that, that, that's happened to me twice at EOC, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> where I would get a position, and I'd be like, "I'm not even sure I could do this position. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm not even sure if this position is going to work out for me mm-hmm. <laughs> because, like, I haven't done it before, mm-hmm. and like, so like now I have to figure it out, mm-hmm. learn. And I, I've always been good at learning everything. It's just that getting over that hump of 
learning everything and trying to feel comfortable with it right to then feel like okay i got this mm-hmm. it's just it's just a little nerve-wracking sometimes oh yeah absolutely um to go back to what you said about like moving up and how challenging that can be i work for a public entity with the city of new york that is a job where once people get in there they never leave it is a lifer type of agency and so you've got people that have been in the same position like as a director or whatever the case may be for like 20 years. And they're not going anywhere until it's time to retire. So you find yourself in a position where you're, you're trying to gain all these skills, you're doing all this professional development, you're getting all these certifications, blah, 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 blah. But there's no room to grow if you want to stay in that place and uh, go from maybe like a, I don't know, a, a regular like, junior level employee to like an associate director or assistant director or something like that. The opportunities don't really exist in the same way because people stay there for a long time. And don't get me wrong, like and and in in the agency I work in, it's a really great, really great setup. Um, you know, great benefits, um, you know, great pay for the most part. Like there's a lot of advantages to being a part of it. It's just, you know, as a as a millennial, I feel like it's very frustrating um, if you're trying to progress because a lot of the people that you find working there have been working there since like 1975, no joke, and they're not going anywhere until they retire. So it's like if you really like a place but you want to move up, you kind of find yourself in a position where it's like, do I stay here kind of at this level and hope that something opens up or do I try to explore my options outside of here and see what I, what else I can possibly um experience and that that's a hard decision to to kind of make because I think after after a certain point in time you get really comfortable with what you know and what what you feel like at home with and you kind of are married to the position or to the work in some way and so you're like you have all these ideas about how you can progress and how you can like make things better and how you can you know bring your creativity and whatever it is to what you're doing but the opportunity just doesn't exist because the openings aren't there Mm -hmm. so then I feel like that's what leads to people feeling like stifled and feeling like what do I do how do I how do I do this how do I how do I make the change how do I say you know what I see the potential that could be here but I also feel like my passion is greater than whatever it is I'm hoping to see happen here. How can I open my mind to making my passion come alive someplace else? Yeah, I I I honestly um I I think that um some sometimes like especially nowadays we have to we have to start getting out of the mindset of looking for looking for a destination in terms of positions. Mm-hmm. And instead of every position is just another stepping stone to something different. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, w- 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 when you're looking for destination, that's when it becomes a concern. What I do guess. you mean by that? Well, I, I guess, let's rephrase that. Lay out your destination and don't fight till you get there. Let's say that. And don't <laughs> fight till you get there? I said don't, don't, um, don't stop fighting till you get there. Okay. I'll, I'll say it that way. Okay. Um, because, the reason I say that, because, like, we'll say, like, our goal is to do this. But, like, a lot of steps behind that, you're like, are we here? Like, all right, but this job is cool, so I'll just, I'll just be here. 
Right. <laughs> right. And you you won't like transition because you're like, all right, I know, but like I'm I'm cool. I'm cool here. I think right. I I'm, I think I have what I need here. Mm-hmm. I'm good. I don't have right. to right. transition too much. I don't mm-hmm. gotta do too much. Mm-hmm. All that extra stuff is too much. <laughs> right. And everything, but the 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 concern is a lot of times we sometimes we fall to having regrets and everything mm-hmm. later on and you don't want to live with those regrets of like not trying right to, to move forward with something right because i'm just like i like there's so many people i know who are like have been sort of do, like when i first started and they're sort of doing the same thing we were doing from back then and i'm like what's going on like i don't have a problem with somebody being like this this is this is what makes me happy. This is what I want to do. I don't have a problem with that. If that's if that's where you're at, that's cool. But I feel like there's some people I know who I'm just like I don't really know and they're complaining all the time. Too. Yeah, and they're complaining all the time. Yeah. I'm like, "But well, what are you doing to change the situation? Like what things are you are you doing to like make yourself more marketable? Like who are you connecting with? Like what are you It's like it's like being in a What bad, are you doing? It's like being in a bad relationship. Yeah. It's like being in a bad relationship. And, and sometimes being in some of these jobs is being in a bad relationship. Yeah, because you, you feel like, all right, I'm, I'm like, it's, you're you're being abused. Right, literally. <laughs> you're being abused by the job and everything like that, but you're like, oh, I got to stay. Like, you feel no, you like, I'll be, you, you never you never have to stay. No, you don't. You never but, have to stay. But, like, you, I mean, but you, you also, know, like, not. Like, be reasonable. Like, make sure you got, you know, a plan to yes, pay bills or yeah. whatever. But. but, like, but you're not, like, putting forth any steps to move forward. Because right. I've seen that, too. I've seen that um, at, at my job where, like, someone is frustrated with working there, mm-hmm. but they're not putting forth the steps. Right. <laughs> like, I get to, it. To, um, to move forward. I, I get it. I'm not saying just be like, all right, I'm out. Deuces. Right. Like, have, have a bills. plan. But I'm saying is, what steps are you putting forward to, to move? To move forward. To move, out of, to move right. out of there or move forward. Move somewhere. Right. From where you are. Don't, don't not be happy. Like, it's one thing to, like, be, like, complaining, but, like, also putting your application out there and going on interviews. And then to be complaining and just sitting there. You're not doing anything to improve yourself professionally. You're not updating your resume. You're not applying to other jobs. You're just complaining about being there. It's like, okay, well, that's cool, but now what? What What's next? Like, what's holding you back from, like, taking the leap? Like, I don't know if it's, you know, fear of rejection, which is real. Because I feel like... Like relationships. Yeah, like relationships. You're like, <laughs> I don't want to put myself out there because if I put myself out there and they reject me, then, you know, that means that I'm... I, I, did, I went the wrong way. I went the wrong way. Maybe I need to stay where I'm at. And then you start second-guessing yourself. And it's like, no. Moving forward in your career is basically like moving forward, like you said, like in a dating relationship. It's like, okay, it's time for me to do something new. It's time for me to take the next step. Let's talk about what that looks like. Let's figure out what that entails and what will get me there. And then let me try to work on that. If I meet a setback, okay, maybe that means that just like how when you go out with somebody, you think it's going to go one way, you think it's going to work out, something happens and it doesn't. You know, you chalk it up to the game. You th- you just had, you it just didn't it's, work out. It's an experience. It's take an experience. You, right. There. That's Move it. On. That's it. It, it doesn't have to be a whole like. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not scary. I'm not. Yeah. We're not, we're not saying that. No, not minimizing that at all. No, no. But it's not like I'm, a whole like attack on your character if you tried something and it didn't work out. Correct. Like it just didn't work out. It just wasn't for you. It just wasn't the right time. There's there's a reason for it. It's not just oh you suck. That's why this thing didn't work out. But I think that we we have to start being more 
more intentional about about being being uh, forward thinking, especially in 2020, um, about our careers as people in our generation, because we're not getting younger. No, nope. we're getting older. A lot of us are barreling towards 40. And, you know, it, it's. The older I get, even though I'm not like that old, but the older I get, the more I realize that what am I wasting my time doing something I don't like for? Like, I I don't have time. Like, time is not on my side. I'm, I'm, I have more years behind me than ahead of me at this point. So what am I wasting my time for? Why am I continuing to spend my time in a place that makes me unhappy? And I don't mean just like, oh, I'm a little bored with this job. I mean, like, legit you don't like going to work you wake up every day and you have to like pep talk yourself into going there um you have to you go there and you're dealing with some type of discomfort or like abusive situation like mark said whether it's like with another colleague or with your supervisor like life is too short to be doing all of that it just is and you know i don't get me wrong i understand that people got bills you know some jobs are really you know the, the salary is really great there's good benefits whatever whatever but like i also feel as if you shouldn't allow those things to kind of hold you in a pattern of being afraid to do something else. Um, you know, I've always heard this saying, you know, or I've seen this visual where it's like you're holding on to this. It's like you and a picture of Jesus who's it's white Jesus, but we're just going to move past the depiction. Um, <laughs> it, it annoys me, but we're going to move past it um, for the purposes of this conversation. So you're holding this little teddy bear and you're holding on to it really, really tight. Meanwhile, you know, white Jesus is holding like a really, really big teddy bear behind his back. And he's trying to get you to give him that small one so he can give you the big one, but you're holding on to it so tight. And I feel like that's kind of how some of us like deal with our careers. Like we're holding on to this, this one little thing because we're sure of it. We know what it is. We can see it, but it's like, there's something better that's out there. There's something better than what you're doing right now. If you really, really, really don't enjoy it. Like, I don't believe that Jesus died on the cross for you to be, in a really unhealthy, uncomfortable, non-productive work situation where you're not progressing and you literally hate it. And I feel like in my situation, going back to like when the young lady asked me that question, like I told her, I said, I had known for about two years that I was done with this. Correct. I had known for a long time. It was clear. It just took me a while to figure out what I wanted to actually do because I think my problem was I didn't know where I wanted to go. After that, I didn't know if I wanted to change industries entirely. I didn't I didn't know what I wanted. And so I think that was part of my holdup of going. It was like, OK, well, I know what this is. I know how this works. I may not like it very much, but like I kind of know how this goes. I can do this in my sleep. And I think that's another area where we get um, we get hung up to. It's like I want to do something different, but I'm afraid of the challenge Correct. of doing something different. And. You know, once I came to terms with the fact that I didn't, I really didn't want to do this anymore, I just started putting motions in action to skedaddle on out of there. And like the, the young lady, I know she's going, she's trying to go into another career. So I'm just like, and when I have a one on one conversation with her, I want to talk to her about it a little more because I'm like, I know this isn't what you want to do. I know that you want to go into XYZ career. Like, what steps are you taking to get there? Because I understand that you got bills and, you know, like I said, where I work, it's kind of one of those like, oh, you work there? How you get in there? Everybody's trying to get in there. So I know there's that that um, 
that comfort level there of of doing that. But I'm just like, if this isn't what you want to do, don't do it. No, don't. Just don't. Just figure out how to get to what it is you want to do because you're doing a disservice to yourself and to the people around you if you're not really committed to or want to do the work that you're doing. Because when you're really at that point where you don't want to do this anymore, it shows. Like the people around you know, oh, she's done with this. She's over it. Like it's obvious. Even if the quality of your work doesn't necessarily slip, like there's a difference in how you do your work when you really want to do it and when you have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like being fearless, being fearless of change is like a big thing that we have. Being fearless of what's going to happen next is a big thing. And Mm -hmm. like we we have to be very... um, I understand the comfort level because like I, 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 we've all some if we've been at a job for a while we get to the comfort level of like I can do this in my sleep I can mm-hmm. do this 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 and like when you get there you have to be mindful of what's going on and everything are you enjoying what you're doing mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. and because sometimes if when you're not being challenged at all you you lose joy in something yeah absolutely and everything when you feel like you're not being challenged or you, you, you there's no there's no new challenges happening mm-hmm. and everything. Because sometimes you know you can do it in your sleep, but new challenges happen and it kind of changes things. Oh, okay, new challenges, and you're excited about those new challenges. Mm-hmm. But when new challenges aren't happening, sometimes the, 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 that can kind of halt. Yeah, <laughs> halt, absolutely. Halt um, mm-hmm. your passion. You kind of so like when you first started working there, you was very excited about helping people. Mm-hmm. So you're doing something. You're like, all right, I'm doing all the stuff for everybody. But like now you're doing it in your sleep. You kind of like someone comes in. You kind of like, eh, I know what's gonna happen. Boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom. Yeah. And you're not really even caring about anybody. You kind of like just like, all right, just do this, 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 this. Like it's. It takes away that passion mm-hmm. of what you're doing. It takes right. away that passion of what you're doing. So maybe a change needs to happen even in that same industry mm-hmm. just to reignite with passion. So Absolutely. Sometimes that comes with, like, um, this is harder, of course, in your instance when it comes to public. Mm-hmm. But sometimes in private, it comes to an instance where you create a position. Mm-hmm. You create a position or you um, introduce something that you think should be changed. Mm-hmm. Now, you've been there for a while. You see things that need to be changed. Mm-hmm. Like maybe it's time to start introducing new plans. Like, mm-hmm. all right, maybe we could start. Like, this is like a new thing that I'm, I'm trying to introduce, try to um, implement mm-hmm. to like help make make this mm-hmm. change happen mm-hmm. to make to make things better. Because right. I know this would be better for people who who are helping mm-hmm. or the person who or how how this company runs. Mm-hmm. And you want to implement something. Mm-hmm. Now, when there's so much pushback, sometimes that that might give you a reason to leave also mm-hmm. <laughs> when it's pushed back between that. Right. Um, it's not receptive to that. Right. Because if, like, if, if you've put if you've put your ideas, as Mark said, out there and they're not being received, like LeBron said, take your talents to South Beach. Just be out. Like what it, what is the point of going back and forth? You've put you've put something out there, you've tried to be engaged with the organization and engage with it in a way that is going to have a lasting impact. If it's not received dip like don't sit there and wallow and be like okay now you've seen what type of energy they have you've seen that maybe they're not open to innovation they're not open to change like I just feel like there's no need to beat a dead horse because at the end of the day ultimately the organization will go on with or without you yes no matter how much you think about it businesses are businesses (laughs) and regardless of What's going on? If something, if you leave, they'll mm-hmm. find somebody else. Right. That's how businesses are supposed to run. <laughs> yes. 
they have to run the world or find somebody else. So right. that that's why like I used to laugh at um at you when you were, you'd be like, uh, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to just leave because like I worry about what's gonna happen. I'm like, you'll figure it out. I mean, I, I think I, it, I, I get it. It was I, more about me. like my students than the actual I like organization. I know, I know, I know, but like, it's um, but it's 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 funny because like um, I I think sometimes with the students I I, I get that, mm-hmm. but like sometimes we we get so caught up like this. Oh, but what are the what, what the, the business? How are they gonna figure it out? What I'm like they'll they will they will they always will they, they, they always do. Yeah, like I think as as e- a, even if they might be of worse, you'll be they'll, they'll be fine. They'll right. figure it out. I think as a as and a it's not your fault. as a millennial, <laughs> it's important to us that we feel like the company we work for, the agency we work for, is um is doing something that's important to us and is compelling us to stick around. And I think that's what holds us to a lot of places a lot of times. But also, you have to recognize that this thing was running before you got here. It will run after you leave. Not to say that you're not, not to say that you're replaceable, but like you kind of are. So, you know, you 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 can't like hold yourself hostage to somebody or to an organization who's who, when push comes to shove, will just hire somebody else to do your job. Correct. Like, point blank, period. Like, people got things to do. Yeah. The show must go on. Even if you even if you see, like, oh, they might not do it as well as me. That ain't got nothing to do with you. It, it doesn't. That ain't your problem. Unless you unless you have a strong investment in that company. Yeah. Then it's time. Then you, be out. Yeah. Be out. Like, if, if, you, if you invested a lot of money into the company and you, get, you have a percentage. Mm-hmm. You have like a bunch of stock in there, and then I guess yeah, you have you have a vested interest in it, right. in it doing well, right? Yes. But other than that, <laughs> be out. Yeah. Because I think, I, I think too that you know, some I've heard this before, and it's like it, it's resonating with me more and more. Um, I don't know if I'm saying it right, but sort of like the general idea is when you're working, you want to do work as if you're working for God, even if where you're working has nothing to do with. Cool. Your faith, your whatever, whatever, and it's like if I'm someplace where I'm like, eh, meh, meh, like, am I really giving my best? Yeah. If that's my attitude, like, if I'm supposed to be working for God, I'm supposed to be trying to give God my best, and eh, is not my best. So maybe I need to think about doing something else. Really, really examining how I can do something or be somewhere where I'm doing my best, and yeah. I'm not saying. Again, everybody needs to go out and open their own business and be an entrepreneur or whatever. Please do not do that. That's not for everybody. Please do not do that. That's not for everybody. <laughs> I am not shaming the nine to fiver. You hear me? Please do not just open nine your business. To, if, if, if that's your calling in life, nine to five it. Yes. But I, I also <laughs> think there is something to be said for providing a quality product of work. And if your 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 relationship with where you work prevents you from giving that high quality of work you really need to be like okay what am i doing like this is not it this is this is me operating beneath my god-given potential how do i find something that gets me to operating at that peak level like yeah how how do how do i move from this place to that place because i mean and it and like i said i think the issue sometimes is we be feeling like Oh, I got to leave if there's like a big problem or something dramatic goes down. It could and it really doesn't have to be all that. Like your your own 
instinct, uh, conscience, voice of reason, whatever you want to call it, that's powerful. Word. And that can really speak to you and guide you. And honestly, I'll say for myself, the moments that I haven't listened to it, I've brought more, like, angst upon myself. Mm-hmm. Because I was just like, well, maybe, no, no. Like, listen to that voice because when it's telling you, girl. It be telling you stuff. Or dude, this is a dub. Not dude. Because <laughs> I'm a girl, so I say girl, but your voice don't say girl. So, you know, just, uh, just trying to be inclusive. Doesn't say a dude either. Sir. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not a man. I don't know what it says. Um, they, I don't know. Ayo, I don't know what it says. Ayo son. Ayo son. Okay. Ayo son. All right. Ayo son. Whatever. Girl, Ayo son. Like when, when <laughs> I think our generation, when we hear that, we need to just kind of go and, and, and make a move with it because the longer you sit there, like it's almost like the longer you sit there, the more opportunities and the more space you have to make excuses about why you can't or shouldn't do something. And next thing you know, you've been sitting there for three, four, five years making excuses about the same thing. Word. And you're still you're still not happy. You're still not fulfilled. And not to say that, you know, your job is like the be all and end all of your happiness and whatever the case is. But if you're spending, you know, four hundred plus dollars to go back and forth to work every day for a year and you're there eight, nine, ten, twelve hours a day, it would be nice if you actually enjoyed the work some aspect of it but if you literally hate everything about it like that seems like an enormous amount of money and time to be wasting for something that you just would rather not do yeah Mm -hmm. because i think the job before this one um when i was at um qcc i had gotten to the point where i had told mark listen i'm ready to resign we might just have to live off your income for a couple of months (laughs) but i'm not i don't want to go back there anymore you should never get to that point i was like i was right i was like i was i was looking for jobs but i was at the point where i was like i don't want to go to work here anymore like i used to call out sick all the time not like (laughs) i don't want to say all the time but like i would call out sick like at least once a month just because i could not get myself to get out of bed and go there i was like no i'm not doing it today i don't want to (laughs) bye i don't i don't want to I just I just don't. And I was like, when I'm doing that, that's when I know it is time to go. When I got to the point where I was like, I don't even care if I have another job. I just can't come here anymore. Yeah. Like that's that's a dub. You don't you don't want to get to that feeling. No, no. And I'm just like that. So I'm I through that experience and and with the other job after it, I've kind of learned to listen to myself and like, okay, when I get that. All right. Well, that's enough of that. I'll give it maybe another six months to see if it was just like a passing phase. If I still feel that way after six months, I'm out. Like, because you know, I have moments. I'm moody. You know, <laughs> I get, things happen. I'll be, I'll be in my feelings and then I get out of them. But I think you, you know yourself and, yeah. and yourself knows you. And when it, when it's time to go, it's just time to go. Like I said before, the longer you prolong it, the, the more angst and, and, and conflict and, and stuff you bring upon yourself and it really ultimately isn't worth it. And when you do finally leave, you look back like, why did I sit up there for all that time doing that? I could have been living my best life from like a year ago, but I was over here being scared. And, and ultimately, I think I just want to tell my generation, there's nothing to be afraid of. There's plenty of opportunities out there. Like, take the risk. Jump. Take the leap. Like, just have faith in, in, in God and have faith in yourself that, 
ultimately it's gonna work out just you know like i said be 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 you know be realistic be cognizant have a plan you know don't just jump out the window crazy but like life is too short to just be wasting your time we're gonna be working until we like 75 you might as well have some fun and enjoy it while you're there yeah so like with with this um so when we say like be fearless, like like I said, it is not an easy thing to do. Not at all. Not but at it's all. something that you might have to tell yourself, especially when you're in the place where like, like you're like, all right, should I look for a job? I don't know. Tell yourself, be fearless. Be fearless. Yeah, yeah. and like, <laughs> like just try 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 to figure out, understand that your passion is important to you. Absolutely. You're like being being happy, um, on Monday morning is important. Yes. To you. Yes. Um, all, all that stuff is important to you. So mm-hmm. let let that um, let your love be fearless. Let absolutely. let like move forward with that. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, I like to tell people all the time, like, start building a, a a community around you to help build that fearlessness up. Get you a friend or or something that work or a cousin. A get you a friend, a, <laughs> a cousin, a sibling, a family, somebody that can be an accountability um, person who can kind of come to you every couple of months. So what you doing? What's up? Have you gone to any conferences? Have you done any professional development? What's your resume look like? Let me see it. Get involved with like professional organizations for like, if you're trying to change industries, try to see if you can get involved with professional organizations in the industry you want to switch into, or maybe if you want to stay in the same one, try to stay in, try to get into professional organizations with those. Try to, you know, if you want to stay at the same company and move up, try to get on committees so that you can meet other people and find out about other opportunities. Like, try to find ways to position yourself to be where you want to go. The Googles are out here. The information is out there. It's just a matter of tapping into it and, and building that um, that support network for yourself. Because I feel like it's, it's, um, it's easier to go with other people and to have... And to and to uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's easier to go forward when you know that you've got someone holding your hand, someone, you know, holding you up on the back, holding you up on the side, on the front. It's easier to go ahead when you know that that's there as opposed to when you're just like over in your corner by yourself. Nobody knows what's going on. You don't have any support. It's hard to feel like I can make that jump when there's nobody there. When you have people there it's it's easier like when i was ready to make a jump i had people there Mm -hmm. i had mark i had dalton who's like my professional my professional guru um (laughs) that man be knowing things when it come to how how to (laughs) like how to like how to move professionally like he'd be knowing um you know i had you know my sister i had like so many other people like i could kind of reach out to i had like the person who's my current boss now like just people who were around me that were like encouraging me to like go forward and do other things like so it made it a lot easier because i'll be the first to admit i'm scary boots i'm scary boots i'm just like oh my gosh i overthink things to death and you know i think if it weren't for the people in my corner i i probably would not make certain moves just because i've overthought it to death so i think that's also really important too is to is to be open to excuse me sharing what you want to do and sharing that vulnerability so that like other people around you can kind of build you up and help you fearlessly uh, move forward to the next fearless. level. Mm-hmm. Fearless. Word. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shoo ba doo ba doo ba doo. Doo ba doo ba doo.
Bottom line is 2020. Quit that job if you ain't trying to work over there no more. Get out of here, son. Just get out of there. Just get out of there. Just do better. Do better. Word. Word. All right. Um, that's that's all on our topic for today. Um, if y'all have any comments, thoughts, you know, post it on our socials. Uh, all of No Fear um, Facebook page on our um, Instagram, All of No Fear podcast on Twitter. I think we're All of No Fear P one. Yeah. Um, what else we got? Um, all of No Fear Pcast at Gmail Yes, All of No Fear Pcast at Gmail Yeah, just let us know. Let us know what your thoughts are. We are ready to receive them. We are available. Yes. 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 yes, yes. Now this. Oh, child. We ready? That whole time? Yes, hold on. Let me let me let me pause it. We um we, we haven't been talking about what it are, are we calling it this weekend random still? I've been calling it that, but I'm not sure if it's really still that. We can call it that, it's fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um moving on to our artist spotlights. Artist spotlight. Artist spotlight. Okay. Um, artist spotlight. Artist, but Lord. <laughs> are you are you done? I'm. Are you finished? I'm. I'm, I'm finished. Great. I'm complete. Okay. Um. <laughs> I never expect these serenades. Um. I'm never ready. I'm always like, he's gonna do it one time, and then he's gonna, and then he doesn't. I will not. Okay, that's fine. Um. You can't hold archery. Okay. So. Um. <laughs> Artist Spotlight this week. I don't know if we've talked about her before. I don't know if she's been an Artist Spotlight before. I don't remember. Which one are you doing? Um, Fantasia. I don't think we did Fantasia. Yes. I, 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 was, I was saying it might be another one. But. Okay. So um, Fantasia Barino, winner of season three of American Idol, the last season I watched, um, is our Artist Spotlight for this week. Um, it's Artist Spotlight. She, Mark artist actually brought her to my remembrance um, with her fantastical singing this week um, with... Uh, Kirk Franklin likes to do these like mic toss things where he just like pulls people together and makes them sing his songs and he like whispers the words in their ear. Well, and Fantasia like Slayed. You um, want to play that one? No. Oh. No. Um, or should I? Should I play that one? Oh, okay. I don't know. Anyway, um, Fantasia just, she slays. I know some people feel like she screams too much and she yells too much and I'm like, oh, whatever. You just, you know. I feel like fan, if, if you're into like Southern gospel music, then Fantasia's right up your alley. Like she gives you, she gives you gospel with the R&Bs. But um, yeah, she's she's amazing balls. Yeah. I think she's an amazing singer. I've seen like videos of her performing for um Pat. She's mini. Pa- she's our generation's Patty Labelle. Yeah, and I saw like where she did a tribute for Patty Labelle, and Patty Labelle was getting her whole life. Patty Labelle was doing this thing. <laughs> like if you've ever seen Patty at a concert or at an event where she's being honored and people are singing this, when Patty's feeling it, this is <laughs> that's that's Patty. And whenever Fantasia comes and does her thing, that that's what. That's what Patty. Uh, that's what Patty's into. I well, just think she's I, phenomenal. I do, I do want to point out that we have audio podcast. They have no idea what you're doing. What? They have no idea what, what you're doing with people who are listening. Oh, this isn't the camera. That is a camera, but not everybody listens to the camera. So. Okay, so I'm I'm shaking. <laughs> when you watch the video, you'll see I'm shaking my hands <laughs> like in a circle. I don't know how to explain it. I was like, what? what are you talking? I was about? like, people listen like. Oh, okay. She's Whatever. Doing, Go Google Patty Labelle excited or something. You'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> Ask me for some explanations here. Um, but yes, so this um, audio I'm about to play is Fantasia um, singing. This is back in 2013. Um, 
when she's singing um her song Lose to Win on American Idol. Like I just oh God, she gets me. I love this song. And the way she sings it live is just oh gives me life. She's one of my people on my I want to see in person list. I feel like every time she comes to town, like I'm never able to go. Mm-hmm. Like it's always some type of conflict. And I'm just like, oh. But like definitely the next time she comes to town, I want to see her because I think she's Ladies and gentlemen, with her so, new song, Lose to Win, this is fantastic. Go Tasia! Go Tasia! Go Tasia! This is for the Hill family and to me. Oh, oh, oh. Ever felt so ugly, pretending that he loves me? Sometimes it's just not funny. Never had to afford me. Now I'm sick and tired of you just taking right Knowing I forgive you. You ain't here for dinner, like I'm up again. I loved you for your inner, inner, inner. And the next guy is out there, somewhere. Hey, but you won't dare, cause you're too scared. so sorry all you did was worry you didn't want nobody thought it would get better but it's falling more oh it's falling more ever
That girl be singing. Do you hear me? Singing. Did you she hear was, that, that run was, on that lose? Oh. She was singing, singing. Hey, how about Shondo? I can't. Not the Shondo. I can't. I can't. Like, Fantasia <laughs> just takes me. Not the Shondo. Hey. She takes me. Do you understand what I'm saying? She takes me. Yeah. But she, you see that lip quiver? Oh, God. Fantasia's about to give you life. When you see that bottom lip quiver? Woo. I feel like she has church in every song, though. Nah, like she churches it up. It be straight like R&B, but she gives you church. She, she will give you church. She would church it up every yes. single time. She's a church girl. She can't help herself. <laughs> when she hit you with that hey, I said, all right. She's getting ready to take it there. I'm ready. <laughs> she would church up every song. I'm present. I'm accounted for. I am ready. Like just, you, you, you have to understand when she hit that last run, like you got to watch the video. The American Idol judges are like, like Nicki Minaj, this is the season Nicki Minaj went on. And Nicki Minaj was over there like, <laughs> Like, she's losing it. She's like, oh, my. Like, she, Fantasia comes and has church wherever she goes. I don't care what she's singing. She's singing the alphabet. She's singing the itsy bitsy spider. She has church every time. I'm like, how church in your throat, though? That's what I want to know. She can't, she can't help it. Like, how's church right here? Like, all the time. Like, I don't I don't understand. But, at, like, I live. At all times. I live. I live. She gives me everything I need. She's definitely on my must-see bucket list concerts before I, I peace about this earth. I have to see her. Like, it's a must. Have to. She's everything. Fantasia. Get into her. Get into her. She's great. She's amazing. Love her. Like, I've, I've been obsessed with her since American Idol, the season she was on. I was like, this chick is singing. If she didn't win that American Idol season, I would have been most upset. Most upset. Because the other girl was com- competing against her. No shade to the girl. But I was like, she's her and you're you. I don't see. <laughs> I don't see what the competition. I'm not sure how that girl made it to the end, to be honest. I'm like. Jennifer Hudson was on the seat, and how'd this girl make it to the end? Me is confused. But, you know, this what else. Shouts to the good sis Fantasia. Love her. Word. Love her. On to This Week in Random. This Week in Random. T-W-I-R. Twer. 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 Okay. Twer. So, first up on the agenda is the baby versus these fans. So. So, let's... For those of you who don't know who the baby is, the baby is uh, one of these young rappers that's out here in these streets. Um, not to be confused with Lil Baby, because that's a different person. I feel like they should have talked before they chose names. There's the baby, little baby, and baby. Yes, baby. Are we talking about baby like uh, Birdman? Put mm-hmm. some respect on my name. Okay, great. Just, just for clarity. The baby, little baby, and baby. Yeah. So we're speaking about the baby specifically. Um, he and, and, and bad baby. I don't acknowledge bad baby. I don't know. <laughs> what is the bad baby? Okay, just move on. <laughs> I just wanted to know. What is it? Okay. Don't know what it is. What am I Yes, the baby. Um, also known as Jonathan Lindale Kirk. Um, he's from Charlotte, North Carolina. North Carolina, come on and raise up. Take your shirt off. Swing it right your head like, like a helicopter. helicopter. Sorry. I'm sorry. Every time I hear North Carolina, I hear that in my head. Shouts to Peter. This Bobby. thing for you. Take uh, for us, us, us. Who am I, Petey Pie Mother? Are you okay? Are you, are you quite finished? Let's go. Okay, great. Um, sidebar, that is one of Mark's favorite songs. Yes, of yes, all times. Yes, that it is, is one. Of, it's the most random fact I know about Mark. Yes, he he actually goes up I, for that song. I love that song. 
he goes up for it. Anyway, um, <laughs> I did not expect the the rec, the, the uh, rendition, but we're gonna we're gonna go 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 along. Um, so yes, uh, Mr. Baby, the baby, um, Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, the songs that he has out that most people probably know are Shug and Bop. I know if you go look it up, Suge like Suge Knight, S-U-G-E, look it up. You've heard it before. Yeah. I didn't realize that that's what the song was called. I had heard it before, but didn't know that that's what it was called until I actually went and looked it up. I was like, oh, I've heard the song before. And the baby's album, like I, I heard a few of the baby's album track. His album's called Kirk. His intro's pretty good, actually. Yes. yes. I'm going to. He'd he, he be kind of rapping, rapping. Yeah. I've he, d- you don't have to play it. No, no, no. I've downloaded the album. I'm going to listen to it like in its totality so that I can get the full scope. But like from what the few songs I've heard of his, I do like so far. So little backstory on the baby. Um, so the baby is interesting, young man. Interesting history. So um, the baby caught a body in um, North Carolina. Caught a body. Uh, shout out to Bobby Schmurder. Um. Not a week ago, but he did catch a body. Um, he was in a Walmart with his child, and this person was in the Walmart um, following him around, being weird, and a scuffle ensued. He shot the person. They died. Um, he pleaded self-defense because um, I think they had charged him initially with, uh, you know, some type of, you know, second degree murder or something of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it was proven, I guess, that he acted in self-defense that the person attacked him first. And um, what's the word I'm looking for? And he um, just had kind of had like a a charge of carrying a concealed weapon, which I guess he didn't have registered or wasn't supposed to have, or whatever the case is. So with that being the history that we know about the baby, what recently transpired over this past couple of days, he was at... Um, a where was he um he was in miami somewhere at a hotel i believe and he was with his um child again and a hotel employee was like filming him i guess he he was i think he was um one of the um, valets yes the person was filming him and i guess he was like hey can you stop filming me i'm with my child and the dude was like yeah 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 okay then a couple minutes later he figured he um the baby figures out that the guy is still recording and is about to post whatever he has recorded. And so he kind of pushes him and is like, yo, stop doing that. Da, 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 da. And so he was arrested. Um, well, not arrested, but um, there. Well, yeah, I guess he was arrested after the incident because they found out he had a warrant in Texas somewhere. Um, so it's a, a, a battery charge, basically, because he like physically pushed the individual and kind of yelled in his face about um, filming him. And. My thoughts on it were, one, it's knowledge that this man has killed someone for running up on him and his family. Like, someone did it, they died. Um, rest in peace to that person. But you know that that man is about that life. He will protect his family at all costs. He was very, he's very strong about, I don't want my kids photographed. I don't want my kids recorded. I don't want people to know where my kids are. Keep my kids out of out of whatever it is you're trying to do. I understand that I'm a celebrity, but keep my kids out of whatever you're doing. He's worried about people knowing where his kids are. Yes. And so I'm just like, why do you keep pressing him? And after he told you, hey, stop recording, you're still doing it. Like, 
I, I, I don't understand what's wrong with people. I don't get why they feel like celebrities are just like open access to them and they feel like nothing is off limits. Everything is not a moment to record. Everything is not a moment. Everything is not something to go viral. Sometimes people just want like to me, I'm like if he was by himself or he was with other adults, I'd be fine. But he's with a kid. Like, why are you recording him? Like he's not doing he's not doing anything. He's not performing. He's not doing any of that. He's walking somewhere with his child. Like, why are you recording him? I'll even and go- why does he have to tell you a second time? Hey, yo, my man cut it out i'll even go on record and say like i think it's out of order that he can't just not be, be left alone in general right but they he also understands that like he just can't he might he really doesn't like it and i think celebrities don't like it and they really hate it but he, he understands that he'll just be fighting all day if he's if they try to stop him from recording him but he's like if i'm going to do anything at least i'm least going to fight for my child Mm-hmm. I'm gonna fight for no one recording my child and recording my family. Yeah, and like I remember seeing the comments like this: "Oh, you're a celebrity." Dude. I was like, "Yeah," but even though he's a celebrity, his children are his not. his children are not celebrities. His family is not. No, he is. He is. His children don't. She didn't have to go through it because of because of the whole thing. Exactly. And like I realized, like later lately, like. Like celebrities are, are getting are just annoyed with the whole thing now. They're just more annoyed with the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you saw. I, I was um, talking about it before, like when um, Jay Z took that that person's Yo, phone. Yo, Jay Z snatched that phone so fast. That guy didn't know what was happening. He was like, "Cause Beyonce's over there dancing with Kelly and somebody else, and this dude is standing back there like a creeper, recording." And Jay Z snatched that phone out of that man's hand so fast. Dude was like, "Oh, whoa, hey, whoa!" Jay Z's like, "Come on, man, come on, like." <laughs> This like is, you, 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 you gotta stop. And like sometimes you just, you just don't want to. Like I understand, like just being angry. Like once you're like, all right, stop, stop. Yeah. Come on, come on. Like come on, just, just, just like, relax. Certain things, there are planned. There, 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 there are places that you can record me. Right. There are locations where you can record me. Right. There's sometimes when I'm like, but sometimes you cannot. Right. <laughs> like, cause I promise like, you, if like I was they, a celebrity, they, they, they get recorded every time they leave the house. Yeah. They record it every time. They they get all that. Yeah. Like now I'm in a private event. <laughs> right. I don't want to be recorded. Right. I should not have to be. Right. Like I'm like I just don't understand what's wrong with people. Like, just just act like you know like you got some sense. Like what's the, what's the concern? Like why can't you just see this person be like hey and keep it pushing? Like why do you have to pull your phone out and record every them like time. just doing something regular like i just i don't understand and, and post it and post it for what yeah for what but it, it, it does become a security issue right because you don't know what the backstory is you don't know what's going on in that man's like you don't know who's looking for him and now you've put him and his family at risk potentially trying to get a look like it doesn't it's trying, not necessary trying to get likes trying to get likes like they do anything for clout like just relax just, just relax the whole thing's ridiculous and like i said that man has caught a body off of somebody following his family before i don't know why you people keep pressing him because it can happen again. Yeah, That's all I'm so, saying. So, so Leave that man alone. All right. But speak, speaking of the Jay-Z Beyonce situation. Yes. So. Um, Beyonce um, released. What is it called? Um, Ivy Park. She has a. It's, it's Ivy Park, her brand in collaboration with Adidas. And I guess Blue Ivy. <laughs> Blue Ivy. What about? I, I guess her and the daughter. I guess putting together together. I, I don't know. Sure. I, it, it, sounds, it sounds that way. Maybe, sure. I, could be, I could be completely wrong. Sure. But. Um, I don't actually know. But I, I guess the story. I guess you can introduce the story. So basically, um, Beyonce sort of premiered um, visuals of this like line that she was putting out a couple of weeks or months ago. Like she she took pictures of herself modeling um, the items and whatever the case is. And there's a couple other like Lake Kelly forty seven is in there. Shouts to Lake Kelly. Um, she was one of our artist spotlight people like 
way, way back. Um, so it's basically like athleisure. Yeah. Um, that's the best way I can describe the the attire, basically. And so it came out this week and it was done very, very jazzily, um, where Beyonce sent out these um these like trunks basically and they were like in the colors of the clothing which is like kind of like a mustard yellow orange kind of color and burgundy and so she sent them out to various um individuals so you know um who else who did i see that had them um june ambrose the stylist she got one janelle monet got, janelle one. Monet got one um a couple of different like reese witherspoon got one um, a couple of different like celebrities and you know just different people on the socials got them. Um, Ellen got one. Yeah, various people got them, and the products look really cool. Um, Kelly Rowland had some on. I saw her. I was of course Kelly has them. She's Kelly. Um, Kelly Rowland had some on. Um, you know, a bunch of different celebrities. Uh, Latoya Luckett I think had some on. Like you just seeing people all out and about in their Ivy Park. So people are excited, like, oh, my God, yes, B, these products are amazing, blah, 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 blah. Then the backlash comes. So apparently the the sizing in the Ivy Park items only goes up to, like, a size 18. I think that's their largest size. And I guess the girls who are above a size 18 are up in arms and in an uproar over Beyonce not having a product to meet their size needs. And people were like, uh, I'm disappointed in Beyonce. She claims that she's supposed to be this inclusive person, but she's not including the fat girls. Like, I wish that I would have seen Lizzo get in a box, this, that, the third, and the fourth. And, like, people are, like, vilifying her for not making products for the plus-size community. Let me be the first to say... Is she even cool, Lizzo? I don't know. <laughs> is she I don't know. know. Does she even know her? I don't know if she knows her. I don't know. She might. Wait, did she? I don't even know. I'm trying to think if I've ever seen them post any pictures together. I don't even know. The point here is, though, why, why do you feel like Beyonce or any celebrity that is putting out a clothing line that is not plus-sized is obligated to make clothing for plus-sized individuals? Why do you think that? I don't understand. The, at the size that I am at now, I cannot fit into anything that Ivy Park has for sale. You know what I could do if I wanted to? I could eat better. I could exercise. I could make changes to lose weight so that I, too, could wear Ivy Park. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not dismissing, you know, the various health issues and things that tie into why people are heavier. I'm not saying it's as simple as going on Weight Watchers and exercising. I'm not saying that by any stretch of the imagination. But what I am saying is... It's not as if there aren't products out there for your demographic. Yeah, I, I was I was gonna say like like everything does not have to be catered for you. And I, I was I was telling Kristen I was like, it's weird because like I think I've always grown up knowing that like certain products are just built for, for me. They're not for me. Some it's not for me. It's just how it is. Right. Um. And to brands don't have to, like if you are a company who makes something, you don't have to make it for everybody. Absolutely. That's not how it's supposed to be made. Right. If you are a retail location and you sell things, yes, mm-hmm. I understand that. Your retail location, you buy products from certain things. Sometimes you want to provide products from mm-hmm. all, for all facets of your customers. Mm-hmm. I understand that. As a brand, it is different. Um, the example I gave before is hair products. Mm-hmm. 
people have been making hair products mm-hmm. specifically like certain hair products um they are made for non black people here mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah whatever and that's just who they are they're just right. that's just how how they're built they're not built for cores of hair right that's just how it is right I'm not protesting them. They're, right. just not, they're just not for Why me. would you want somebody that doesn't have this type of hair or any experience with this type of hair to be making products for it anyway? Correct. Like, they're, I, I don't have, I have, it's not going to happen. They're right. not going to have anything. Right. On, the, on the flip side, there's people who make hair specifically for black hair. They're not making it for people who don't have black hair. Right. <laughs> it's specifically meant for that. Right. And everything. As a company, you you have you have an audience you cater to. It's okay to have an audience to cater to. That's how marketing works. Right. Absolutely. And everything. Maybe later on, they might have a plus. He, she might have a plus size line. Right. Like you don't know might, what she's working on. Yeah. But th- that that doesn't mean it's just. I, I think products can have different ones. Absolutely. That, that, that they don't have. You don't have to have each product you have doesn't have to cater to all people. Absolutely. That's not how it works. Absolutely. It just doesn't. It. There's so much stuff out there. Like I follow so many people on Instagram who make clothes for larger size women. Like, there's this girl uh, that I follow on Instagram. Her name is Shun M. Nelson, I think is her Instagram name. And all of the styling that she does with her clothing and the stuff that she makes is for people 2X and above. And, like, she makes beautiful stuff. And the way she and she shows you how she styles the outfits and how the different ways you can wear it and stuff like that. There are people out there that make stuff for the plus size community. And and those and those sizes. And black yeah, people specifically that do it. And those clothing might not be work work for people who are smaller. Right. Right. So I to me I'm so just like, like you, that you can't just take those styles and put on someone smaller. Right. So the same thing. She built those those clothes for a certain size. Right. Because Beyonce it's, is what, an eight, ten at best. So like maybe maybe smaller. I don't know. So I'm like why are we expecting someone who's not plus size and has never really been plus size to be making products for the plus size community? That's not a population she's familiar with. So the expectation that she was going to have a product for that is is a little outrageous. And then the fact that people were going back and forth with her or going well, back and you forth. You can expect and, it, but if they don't have it, you can't get upset. You, um, you, you can expect it. But. And vilifying her like it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. It just is confusing. I just don't understand anything that's going on with it. It's just confusing. Just celebrate that this woman put out this product in partnership with Adidas and just just do that. Like, I don't understand why we got to drag her for, for, for allegedly being exclusive of your community. Like, everything ain't for everybody. There's a whole lane, Bryant. There's Torrid. There's all these clothing places for the larger women, okay? I'm not mad because Beyonce stuff I can't fit right now. By the end of the year, I might can fit it. I don't know. But, like, I'm not I'm not mad about it. Like, just like I always tell Mark, like, soon as I get my life right, Savage by Fenty is going to be me. It's going down because, you know, I stand Robin. So, but, like, until I'm not mad because I'm like, oh, she don't. No. Just I'm going to get myself together and figure it out. Where are the things? I don't know. <sighs> People are annoying. Um, so, moving on. Um, so, it's award season um, if you pay attention to that stuff. Um, so it, it is trash that like all of Black History Month is awards. But yeah, like, all of Black History Month is award season. It's, it's the Grammys. Um, it's um, it's, it's Super the Bowl Oscars. and awards. Yeah, Super Bowl. It's yeah, Super Bowl and award season is basically what Black History Month is. Um, so I never thought about it like that, but you're right. So, um, Oscar nominations came out I think two weeks ago, and basically it's uh, Oscar so white again. Um, 
the nomination list uh, is looking really, really, really very, 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 very Caucasian. Um, I think the only person of color that's abs- actually nominated for something is, um, what's that girl's name? Cynthia Arrivo, um, who is nominated for, uh, what's that movie? Harriet, which I did not see, but Cynthia Arrivo is amazing as an actress and as a singer, so I'm sure she did a great job, but I didn't want to see no um, no Harriet movie. I don't know. I just wasn't interested. It didn't. I don't want to see it. Um, But basically, all the other categories, it's just white people. Like I don't know where where the people of color are, but they're not they're not here. Um, And I'm like, I feel like we've been in movies this year, so I'm not sure um, (laughs) why nobody's nobody's represented. Uh, I don't. I'm confused because I feel like we were we were in movies this year. How we were in movies. We were. I, I saw a few of them. Um, but, you know, we're not there. Um, so it's just very interesting um, to see, you know. I mean, don't get me wrong. I am not a person who is like, let's protest. Like, we know what time it is with the Oscars. We, like, their history has shown us that we know what time it is. I just, I'm like, Harriet, Harriet, that's all, that's the yeah, only like, one? Like, nobody that, else? That, Nothing that, else? That's what I said. Like, okay. We, we, have, we, we also have to stop, like, um, using the awards as our... As our gauge for success if, or, if, if or worthiness yeah. or whatever. So we, we got to stop doing that also. Absolutely. I'm just like, dang. Like, of all the movies that came out, don't, the, we couldn't it's, find nobody else? But it's, but it's always, like, the slave movies. It's always that way. That's my problem. It's always It's, it's always, always the slave movies. I'm like, I'm sure those. that those, we were those, doing those other were, things. Those were always get nominated. Every time. Every time. Every time. Um, that being said, um, Joaquin Phoenix better get his things at this award show because that man acted down the Joker. Give him his thanks. Okay? That's all I have to say. Give him his thanks. Um, I don't want to hear anything more about it. Give him his thanks. That's that's it. That's all. Thank you for playing. Give him his, give him his thanks. This is probably not a show I'll be watching. Because usually I watch the Oscars even though it's quite boring. Um, you know, I might watch the pre-show just to see the fashions. But, like, the actual show I'm not probably not going to watch. Because y'all only got um, What's the Face over there. Um, Harriet and... I keep calling that girl Harriet. Her name is Cynthia Rebo. Um, if she wins, you know, I'll, I'll tune over, but I'm not. I don't have any intentions of watching it. Word. Um, the only other thing that I'm excited about is the original song, um, Into the Unknown from Frozen 2, um, has been nominated. I might tune in to watch them perform that live, but um, beyond <laughs> that, um, I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Um, yeah. Um, in other news, uh, Oscar winner uh, Monique appears to have finally secured a special. Um, on Showtime, um, the uh, payment situations have not been disclosed, but hopefully it's more than Netflix was offering her. Word. Um, but yeah, she is uh, getting ready to give us a special during Black History Month, no less. February 7th is supposed to be coming out on Showtime. I don't think I have Showtime, but I mean, I guess I'll I'll find somebody else's Showtime login and uh, figure it out. But I'll be happy to see it because I think Monique is hilarious. I've always enjoyed her stand up. Um, so I'll Word. be ready. I'll be ready to see. Um, well, what's going on? Spe- speaking of Showtime, I want to go talk, talk about what I was going to say before. Showtime at the Apollo. So, let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. Netflix has a streaming service. Mm-hmm. Hulu has a streaming service. Everybody got a streaming service. HBO Go has a streaming service. Disney Plus is a streaming service. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amazon Prime is a streaming service. Right? And everybody's trying to release a streaming service. You know what's funny to me? Everybody's releasing a streaming service. The price is going to go up, and then 
someone's gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna find, I'm gonna create something that, that combines all them together, which is called Cablevision. And it's gonna be, it's gonna be. I feel like this is a plot by Cablevision to get everybody back to Cablevision. Because mm-hmm. Cablevision's like this. Hey, we have all them together. You mean what you've always had the whole time? What you've what you've always had your whole life? <laughs> I mean, with, with, with just on demand, it's, it's the same exact thing. This is this is whole, the whole thing. Like, like if everybody has a streaming service, then everybody can go back to Cablevision. It's going to happen <laughs> because this is ridiculous. I'm not going to pay fifty dollars for five different streaming services and then pay extra forty fifty dollars for all the other channels, which is the same price as having it. It, make, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense at all. The whole thing is trash. <laughs> I just want to point out that how trash everything is is quite trash. What they need to do is like start this. People need to more create some more um, internet services and stop all these streaming services. Yeah, stop all these like the, someone needs to create more than just files and cable vision in terms of like internet. Someone needs to do that. I mean, get, get, someone get into that market. <laughs> seriously, one of, one of you out there that's thinking about a career change, if this is up your alley, yeah, go for it. Because like, make pe- us happy. Because people just want some internet. Mm-hmm, that's well, it. People just want some internet. So if create. Get some more, get some more internet services out there, and yes. people, people get into that. That's it. That's it, and that's all. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I want to talk about. Um, so Tyler Perry put this movie out, Fall from Grace. I saw the preview for it. It looks like a Tyler Perry dramatic production. It's on Netflix. I haven't watched it yet. I'm debating whether I want to or not. People, are, some people are like, "Oh, it was surprisingly good." Other people are like, "Yeah, it's predictable." Tyler Perry, shenanigans. Um, I do want to see it. Um, maybe I'll get myself to watch it this week and talk about it like next week. I don't know. Um, you know, Tyler is annoying because you have to support him. You don't have to. You, you no, I, I mean like in general, not like as an artist. Yeah. Tyler is so necessary and people are, always, people are always so conflicted because people are like, you have to support him as a person. He's he, he's very important. Yeah, he's amazing. He's, what, he's, what he's done, his he's, impact. He's yes. very important for everything. But like his shows, you kind of like, Yo, that that show, The Oval, is, is the trashest show is, I've is ever terrible. seen. Like the the camera angles, just the acting, it is abysmal. Truly, <laughs> honestly, I tried to watch an episode the other day. I really sat down and was like, "What is this? What this is trash?" But he, but he is, he is too important. So we have to right. still support him. So one He's of the, too important. one of the things that came out this week that fully explains why Tyler Perry stuff be looking the way it looks. He doesn't have a writer's room. He writes all of the stuff himself. I guess he said, you know, he tried to have writers before and it didn't work out for whatever reason. So, excuse me. According to him, it's work ethic. He does it himself. I'm like, okay, that's why this looks like this. Because nobody else is in the room talking with you and fleshing the ideas out with you. It is literally going from your head to paper. Nobody's like, hey, this right here, maybe you want to. Maybe you want to change that. Maybe that sounds dumb. (laughs) Or maybe that looks dumb. Because there's some things in Tyler Perry's, you just be looking at the plot lines like, sir. Sir, it it's like good sir. It's it's like you can have some of them that are good, but you need somebody else to like look at something just to change it up. Yeah, because like it it seems they all seem like similar. It's it's like um having a song and you're always using the same producer. Mm-hmm. It's like they're all gonna have the same kind of sound. Yeah, yeah. And you, you like you want to switch it up. Yeah. So you, you need you need you need other other ears, other right. eyes. So between the fact that he wrote this movie himself and he shot it in five days. I'm curious. <laughs> I'm I'm curious. I'm mortified, but also curious to see what the end product is going to be. So maybe I'll watch it. Maybe I'll watch it tonight and see and see what happens. Well, 
also Bad Boys and Coming to America shot the same. Shot the same, the same thing, but not the same quality, not the same writers. Obviously, it's different. No, but yeah, but the studios, right? But the stu- the studios, like I. But there's I, levels. I have, I have, like every time he does something, I have to also mention the studio every time to make myself feel, feel better. <laughs> because I have a sneaking suspicion that this movie's about to be trash, <laughs> and um. So even in the midst of your review of it, I'm like, hey, but remember, Tyler Studios is good. And I'm also. probably gonna tell you to shut your mouth. <laughs> Just, but you have, you have to, if, this, if this movie is garbage, you have to keep mentioning Tyler Studios. I'm about to go in. Shoot, I might not even wait till the podcast. I might go live and talk about it, um, depending on how bad it is. <laughs> um, but anyway, that's 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 that on that. Okay. Um, and the final thing I didn't write it down. I want to talk about on here. So power. Um, I don't know if you've been caught up yet. Kent, did you watch it yet? Uh, no, I am a uh, non-power watcher. Oh, you don't watch power, so I'm not going to spoil it for you. No. Okay. Um, so this comes out. This podcast comes out on Tuesday. So if you haven't seen it by now, I don't know what to tell you. Kent, talk talking to Mike now. What was on before? Talking to Mike now. What, Great. What? Yeah, he was, he, yeah, he the mic wasn't on before. Oh, my bad. Um, yeah, I am a non-power watcher, so if you spoil it for me, it doesn't really matter. Okay, so I just wanted to like say before, like it's Tuesday. If you haven't watched Power yet, just like skip past this part. Um, so we now know that the killer of Ghost, it's not Paz, it's not Tommy, it's not um, who's the other person. It's not um uh, bah, 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 bah. we we know who it's not. Um I'm still debating who I think it is. Um I'm I'm leaning more towards Tariq or maybe Tasha and Tariq together. Um this was a really good episode, this one that just aired. Um the little girl that plays Elise Marie acted her face off. Love her. Um Debbie Mazar, who I love to death, played uh Benny's Benny's sister or cousin or whatever. She was amazing. Um, this episode was actually, I think, the best one out of out of the um, the season so far. Um, I'm gonna miss Tommy. Tommy rode off into the sunset. Um, I'm gonna I'm miss. I'm gonna miss Tommy. Um, I think they have what two more episodes left before they reveal who um, actually shot slash killed Ghost. Um, uh, rest in peace to the homie Dre as well. Dre was trash. He was garbage. He was a garbage individual. But he played that character so well. Like, he went out, like, in a blaze of glory, literally. Um, but, well, maybe not glory. Burning to death doesn't seem fun. But um, <laughs> <laughs> he went out, like, how he was supposed to, in my opinion. So we know he not the one that killed him. We know it's not um, Paz. Because pa- pa- that episode with Paz was so annoying, by the way. Jesus of Nazareth. Ugh. How Paz was walking around with a gun in her bag for, like, the whole episode just on the streets of New York City. That would never happen in real life. <laughs> how you get in a club with a gun, my G? How? It, th- what kind of pat-downs they doing at this club? This, we also got to talk about how James' security system at this club is sketchy at best. Because people just keep walking up on him at this club. But it's whatever. Um, so we know it's not her. We know it's not Tommy. So I think the suspects left are Sax. If Sax shot him, that is the wackest ending to the show and the possible world of whack endings so i think the 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 um the possibilities are sax tasha Tariq, um councilman tate aka lorenz tate and i'm still holding on to ramona as a possible they're not showing her as a possible killer but i'm still holding on to her as a possible killer because um something about her don't sit right with me and there's so many like unexplained storylines that i just i'm keeping my good eye on ramona my good eye. But I'm excited to see how the series ends. Um, I will say this. If they think that I'm about to watch a spinoff with Tariq, they got another thing coming. Tariq is literally the most hated character on television right now. 
Nobody nobody likes Tariq. Everybody wants Tariq to die. Everybody. Because like, he's trash. Like Fabulous said, I hate Jug and like I hate Tariq. Yep. <laughs> Yo, everybody wants to fight Tariq. Everybody's tired of that little boy. Like Tariq has caused so much havoc over the last two seasons. It's just like, my God, what is wrong with you? So, yeah. Um, I'm excited to see what happens next on Power. That's all I have. And like I said, I told y'all to skip. So if you ain't skip, that's your business. I'm not mad. Now we're moving on to T-tips. Beal and uh, T-tips. Oh, oh, I'll just use what we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, campaigns. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I te- like I tell, our campaign is what? My love is fearless. It is. My love is fearless. We didn't my need to love sing is fearless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but my love is fearless. You get very singing on this podcast. I'm not really sure why. Yes. Every correct. other time in life, you talk normal, but when you get here, it's like let me sing. Yes. Um, my love is fearless. Campaigns work. Your vocals are fearless. Okay. What? That was disrespectful. It wasn't. You the one that like coming here and singing all the time. <laughs> There's no shade. He's fearless with the vocals. He come here to sing. Okay. I come to pod. He came to sing. My love is fearless. Um, is, is a hashtag. I, I think um a lot of times um it's good to have campaigns, and like we, we like we're gonna try to do the campaign through um Black History Month, and just to like demonstrate how the campaign works process so just look on the socials as we go through this process and just you'll see how this works word um, i'm gonna i'm trying to do more of showing y'all other than just saying words mm-hmm. just showing the effectiveness of it i can show you better than i can tell you so yeah so we'll go from there all right show and, um, tell. and i think that's it that was blmt word to big bird um anything else nah man that's it all right so, Happy Martin Luther King Day. Yeah, um, yeah, shout out to the homie. Um, rest in shout peace. Shout out to the homie. Yeah, the homie. Um, rest in peace. Um, let, let's remember to keep his legacy alive. I'm um, not the whitewashed one, the real one. Um, be blessed. All right. And adios. And now we will bid, bid you, you adieu. adieu. Uh-huh, uh-huh, all love, oh, no fear podcast.